0: Alright, you guys, welcome to episode 46 of The Smush Room, the podcast that deep dives on the well-known, and more importantly, not-so-well-known hookups of your favorite reality TV stars. My name is Tri McEady, nice to meet you, and uh, I'm doing something insanely wild this week. I've never done this before. And like last week's episode was so fun and I had my endorphins were so high after I recorded it that I felt like I needed to do something similar again to keep that because now I'm just chasing the dragon. So (laughs) the voice you're about to hear, you will possibly remember from last week. Um, I have my friend Brandon Alvarado back. Brandon, how are you?
1: Woo! I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. I love it. I just cheered myself as if we <laughs> <just lying. laughs> I just cheered myself. That's upsetting. You're just coming from
0: a place of yes, hon, and I'm proud of you.
1: Yes, thank you. And you know what? I came with the tagline last week for Bethany, and this week I'm coming in with a classic one for our girl, Taylor. I may look like I have it all, but I want more. <laughs> Which says a lot for this podcast and how my my relationship with you right now. I mean, look like I have it all with Troy, but I need more. I need to be back on.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited. I was like, you know what? I'm just throwing all caution to the wind and saying I'm just going to have you back two weeks in a row. Like, and we're not, and it's not even a part two. We're just discussing a separate uh, Housewives episode because last week was so much fun and um, we went from dark to darker. And oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You guys, we are talking about Taylor and Russell Armstrong today, and I don't even really have the words to describe how excited I am.
1: I'm scared. I'm scared for all of us. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, I'm excited to talk about a different Housewives city as well on the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. Definitely excited about that. Um, and I'm excited to see what other people think about this couple. I mean, I was just... Before I I was looking at the response for Bethany and Jason and, and Miles was talking about how um she was <laughs> she was turning me on Bethany, which was kinda true. Like she was telling me all these things about Bethany and we were talking on Facebook and I was like, Oh my god, all these points are very valid. You're right, you're right and she and it was basically that I was living in the past of what <laughs> Bethany used to be like. And that's fair.
0: It's true. I might be living in the past. If anybody can turn you against Bethany, it's Molly, and I try and block it because Molly is a snake charmer, and she will. she's all valid points about Bethany, but it's like I want to live in my version of reality, um, which is the case for most things. So I want to be delusional about Bethany Frankel, and I want to keep my idols on a pedestal.
1: You know, I just want to say about Bethany, and I was saying this to Molly, um, yes, I'm living in the past, but also we've seen a lot of housewives um, go from... Just being one of the housewives to being like the most popular, uh, like the OGs becoming very popular. So, like, Nene is a great example of someone who is like on the show, obviously, but then like skyrocketed to fame and then we kind of see them turn into an asshole. Yeah. Nene is a good example. Oh, uh, yeah. Vicky, uh, Teresa is a great example of this as well. And Bethany is a good example. But the difference between all of Bethany and all these other women, um, and even LVP as well um, is part of that group. But the difference with Bethany, uh, is that we've never really seen someone who was the real underdog of the show not only become the most famous one and the most popular one, but also become the most successful and then completely shift the dynamic. Right. So it's weird. Like, I do, I do live in the past of Bethany, and I forget that I am, just because, like, there is truly, like, a before Bethany was rich to after Bethany was rich. <laughs> um, and I, know, I, yeah. I kind of forget that she's, like, the only housewife that really went through that, that I can think of. I might be wrong, but I think that's the only one.
0: No, you're totally right. I mean, like, even with, like, a Nene Leakes, like, she was always kind of the star of the show, even when she wasn't the star of the show. So it was, like... And she always had money. Yeah, and she always had money. I mean, Nene Leakes is really living, like, an an exaggerated version of her life that she's always had, you know? And that she always wanted. Um, Whereas, like, with Bethany, it was, like, this nobody saw this coming like she was the one that was like not meant to even be on the show she was lucky to be cast like andy andy didn't want her on the show uh it made no sense that she was on it because she didn't have a husband like and she had no money and she wasn't wealthy like there was no reason for her to even be a housewife so then to like take it and switch it that way is insane but the difference to me is like it's true with all the og housewives i do think they're all assholes now um, they're either assholes or they're way too like self-scripted and like. Ner- yeah. like Teresa's like so like I'm so happy that Teresa is like in a, in a great place, but like she's so there's no reason really to be filming Teresa Judice anymore besides the fact that her family goes through just constant turmoil and like people like watching her be in pain or something for some reason. Um, oh yeah. But like even with like a Nene leaks like Nene is a fucking asshole. Like I don't find Nene enjoyable to watch. I don't think she's as funny as she used to be. I think she's obnoxious. And, like, even when she does interviews and stuff now, it's, like, hard for people to, like... Like, she, it's really hard to, like, like Meanie. And with Bethany, I am I'm I understand that that's, like, a lot of people's... uh, That's a lot of people's perception for her, but it's just, like, not for me.
1: Yeah. It's also very hard for a lot of these OGs to keep up a storyline consistently for... Years. I mm-hmm. mean, in Nini's case, it's it's about nine or ten years, um, and that's hard for Bethany. It's now a f- quite a few years. Shockingly, one of the only ones that was able to keep up a very consistent storyline is Vicky. How weird is that? Oh, first, I know. like twelve seasons of the show. Vicky's never had a season where she like didn't have a storyline. I'm actually tr- I'm like trying to think about it. She's never had a season where there was like no story involving Vicky.
0: That okay. First of all, you just blew my mind because that's very true, and also Vicky's storyline has only shifted just tiny bits like people there have been a a rotation of men but like she's been doing real estate for 12 years she still works Mm -hmm. at koto insurance um yeah she's moved a couple times uh and that's it but like her storyline has always been a focal point of the show every single year that is
1: wild oh yeah well, she's always the center of it, whether it's the drama surrounding her, whether she's like friends with someone, not friends with someone. She really is always sort of the center of the story. It's, I mean, she really is. And it might just be because everyone lo- loves her. It might be because everyone hates her and no one's talking to her like last season where nobody spoke to her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whether it's the men, Brooks, whatever. Like she's always very central. And the only one who is also able to keep up the storyline, and this is really just because of the criminal stuff, is Teresa. That's it. God, she that was able to keep so up cool. like a major consistent storyline and she is the center. Did I ever tell you the story, by the way, how, that I met Teresa in her house?
0: Um, pardon. Come again.
1: I, this what? is a tough story. So I actually met Teresa Judice, and, uh, I met Joe. I met Joe's father and I went to, I met Caroline too. I'm from Jersey. So my, I have a family member who actually represented, um, ter, uh, Bravo, Teresa, Caroline, Jacqueline, um and their spouses and the kids whatever do you remember like when they went to um punta cana for yeah. a season i want to say season three Yeah, it was melissa and cassie's first season okay so my i have a family member who represented bravo in a suit where um uh it was a lawsuit uh, basically they were all sued by this like random couple or whatever uh in punta cana while they were filming because they were all hanging out it was filmed for the show Um, Teresa like opened a champagne bottle and apparently it splashed on them and it caused a major, this like random family and it caused like a major fistfight apparently between the cast members and this family. So, uh, they were being represented in the the lawsuit because the, because the family decided to sue Bravo for this. And because of that, the footage from that didn't air on the show, but I was able to meet Teresa, (laughs) and her uh, her family at her house because they actually had to get the papers signed. They had to, like, sign some papers. This was before any criminal case. It was before all that. So I met Teresa. She was very lovely. The home was a monstrosity. But she was very nice. She was very weird. She, like, gave me, like, a signed photo of her like, a car show, because she was like, do you want a photo of me? I was, like, maybe 14 years old. So right. this was a few years ago, because I'm 21 now.
0: I feel sick. <laughs> I literally, I feel like I need a, gla- a glass of cold water. <laughs> this is insane I was
1: like Remembering the story I couldn't tell you How excited it was To meet Teresa I was like l- And I wasn't that Much of a Teresa fan I just loved the show I was actually more excited To meet Caroline at the time Because then we drove From her house To the Caroline's house In Franklin Lakes And I met uh, Caroline And we talked about Housewives For like two and a half hours In her kitchen And I met the kids Who were like very weird Because there was like A stranger in their house And I was like An excited 14 year old Who was like Tell me more about the show
0: oh my god so you met you met the boys and you met uh her daughter
1: i met the boys chris and albie and i met lauren and lauren was uh Lo- i remember lauren was like nice for like a second but like was clearly not happy that someone was like in their house i mean i'm sure she i was in her home she wanted to be alone i'm sure so i yeah. was like in her space like drinking a diet coke like chatting with her mother about like danielle staub i'm sure like she was not too excited about that
0: you were like throwing ham with the boys
1: Oh, I was playing the hand game, throwing ham, uh, <laughs> uh, throwing Holy ham in the shit. kitchen. Could you imagine? And I remember Teresa told me at her house as we were leaving. She goes, "My brother is pussy whipped. And Melissa's an asshole." Oh
0: my god! This is why she was like, she oh was like, god. "Yeah, Joe's
1: pussy whipped." But I because cannot of Melissa.
0: believe that you t- waited this long to tell me this story. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry that I waited this long and I'm sorry because I know we're talking about Taylor but but this is yeah that's my New Jersey story and I remember asking Carolina I was like are you going to come back to the show next year and she goes I don't know yet she did come back it was like only season three or something and I was like are you going to come back and she was like I think so like I think I'm going to do it And I and I don't remember if she was speaking to I guess she was speaking to Teresa at the time. I, th- I don't even remember what their relationship was. It was so weird. Oh, cause they were like, uh, it was so weird. Season three and four were filming like right after each other, like season three ended and then season four, they started beginning and in- filming immediately. So I've, I maybe probably met her after season four wrapped just because it was all in that like cluster of months and then they were sued. So I must've met her after season four wrapped filming because she was thinking about signing on for season five.
0: My God. My eyeballs mm-hmm. have plummeted from my skull and are rolling across my living room. Like I don't even have words right now. Holy I shit I feel like I need to
1: apologize for casually talking about it. Like it was like You do and carolina I have to say was the nicest, nicest woman, so sweet. Like I was and I wasn't like crazy, like I kind of fan, but I was mm-hmm. like kind of probably being shy, being like, Oh like it's so nice to meet you. I do love the show. And she was the nicest woman. She's like, can I, can I give you something? Not ham. We're not playing the ham game. She's like, can I give you food? She's like, I'm making dinner. Can I give you a drink? It's like, just so sweet. Oh, my so, God. So, so, did so you nice.
0: accept a drink and did you eat any of her food?
1: I did accept the drink and I accidentally spilled it on her countertop, which was not great. I was like, I'm sorry. And she was like, it's fine, baby. And like cleans it up. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't remember if I had food. I probably had a snack or two. I don't, I don't remember what. I mean, I'm sure she had everything in that house. I didn't have any BLK water, though. <laughs> black didn't try it but i'm sure it was great
0: <laughs> wow, that's amazing is that the only house is that the only housewife you have ever met with those two
1: i met bethany um but i met her at a signing like years ago it was like a random like this was again like middle school i met her at like a gnc like what's that medicine store it's G- like gnc or, um or gmc gnc there's some sort of like
0: yeah the mall some sort one. Of, like, medicine
1: Yes. Yeah. GNC. GNC. I met her at a signing, um, and uh, that was years ago. And she was very sweet. And I actually just met Erica Jane like two weeks ago because I used to intern for Jenny McCarthy show, and I just was actually on the show yesterday doing her Housewives roundup, which she does like every week on Sirius. Yeah. And the producers invited me to. <laughs> Go meet Erica because she was doing the inner circle um, interview with Jenny. So I met her very quickly and took a photo with Erica. And she was, I was like, "Hi, I'm Brandon," and she goes, "Hi, I'm Erica," as if I didn't know her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Erica would be the person to introduce herself to every single person she meets.
1: I mean, absolutely lovely, and you she was—I have to say—gorgeous. She was stunning in person. She really was a gorgeous girl in person. Very small, very pretty.
0: Was she cold as she is
1: as, as has been alleged? No, but I think it's because she was doing a uh, she was doing an appearance. So like uh, I I can't imagine. Not that I'm saying that she's like putting on an act, but I can imagine that for anyone who's doing an appearance, like you have that sort of you're like hi, I'm nice to everybody kind mm-hmm. of routine. So I didn't find her cold. I thought she was very lovely, and I could just see her walking around. and She was like very nice. I her she was there. Mikey was there, um, and some of her like glam team was there. So I met her then. And yeah, and so yeah, and so and I ca- just casually mentioned I did do um, Jenny McCarthy show. I did like the Housewives Roundup, which is what something she does like every week. Um, not to not like a humble brag or like cross promotion. I literally just did I just did it live yesterday in the, the uh, on Sirius in the city.
0: No, that's amazing. Actually, it's so funny because I like the other day um, YouTube is like taken over my life. Like I hardly ever watch TV anymore. And I just like watch YouTube all the time and mm-hmm. i just discovered that jenny's um like jenny's like celebrity interviews are like streaming on youtube yeah and i didn't know that and i lost my fucking mind like in between watching housewives i was like i got to watch another jenny McC-. like i just like i've always loved her so much and i just i think she's a really good Celebrity interviewer, especially for reality TV, because she actually watches the shows, so she will ask questions that like we actually want to know. You know, she's yes, not like one of those I people totally that pretends that. that she watches and is like, "What's the secret to reality?" Like Larry King will interview like Kim Zolciak, and I'm like, "What are we doing? Like, what does the next thirty minutes have in store?" But she's like, kills it.
1: It's true. Yes, she really does, and I and I don't just say that as someone used to work for her. I mean, like I so what the story was, and I just remembered I actually met Ramona as well, and will tell you this story from Sirius is that um, she really is a great interviewer and she watches all the shows. Uh, She loves to shoot the shit about Housewives. And she and I get along great because when I interned there, I interned there over the summer because I'm a college student. So I interned at Sirius and I worked for her. And um, (laughs) she was so sweet to have me on the radio and we talk about Housewives. Um, We talk about pop culture stuff as she normally does. That's just her show is pop culture, all the pop culture stuff. But I would specifically talk about Housewives a lot because she knew that I was obsessed. So we we would talk back and forth about it, and so since interning there, I've been lucky enough that she's that she's allowed me to come on and do like specific Housewives segments with her and talk about the show. Um, I know like other people have done Housewives roundup, like a girl from reality TV, a girl she's a woman from reality dot com. Erin Martin also does it, and I know Kate Casey has done it a couple of times, which is great. Um, but I actually over the summer when I was working for her met Ramona. She was actually one of the first guests on her show when I was working there that I actually met that summer, it was like maybe my probably second week working there. Mm-hmm. And the producers um, were like, um, Ramona's coming in. Like, do, do, Ari, do you want to meet her? And I was like, yes, I do. Like, I was like, okay. Duh, they were like, why, don't you, why don't you go downstairs into the lobby and get her? <laughs> so I go downstairs in the lobby and I'm like looking around for Ramona Singer. And I see just those bulging eyes and I walk over and I'm like, hi there. And she was very, very nice. But I go upstairs. And I'm like, oh, can I get you anything for the show? And she asked me for tea. And I said, oh, of course. Let me go get you some tea. So I get her tea and I go back to her and I'm like, oh, here you go, Ramona. And she drinks it and she goes, big eyes. She goes, this is the best tea I've ever had. Ever <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Oh,
0: That could have gone so much worse. You were so lucky. I was okay because we know how
1: Ramona is and yeah. it's to any sort of staff or anybody that she thinks oh my works god. for her. I'm
0: surprised she didn't so have to for that. I was expecting the
1: worst, which is I was truly expecting her to be like, "Oh my god, this is not good." I'm sorry, it's not good. I'm sorry, it's not good. Tea. <laughs> I was like, expecting her to do that, and I was expecting to like be really embarrassed and have like very flustered. But the fact that she said this is the best tea I've ever had, it was like quick tea that i made it was like not great tea it's like a lip so i appreciate her saying that but like that was a shock to me
0: oh my god that's amazing ramona's the only housewife i've ever met and it wasn't a good interaction it was bad
1: really where'd you meet her it wasn't
0: bad it was just like i did all the things that you would never like that you would hope you would never do like i really lost my shit like i just became a different person um I went to go visit, Ramona. I literally, like, I basically grabbed her, um, so every year I go visit my best friend Katie in, in, uh, in the city for Thanksgiving, and we always, like, mm-hmm. this is, like, very homosexual, but we always make, like, an eye in a garden Thanksgiving dinner together. Because uh, we're both obsessed with I love that, so we get drunk and like make for your them. husband Jeffrey.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love that. He's... I'm cooking for my husband Jeffrey. He's not home today, but he's gonna come home later, and I'm gonna give him a special treat.
0: <laughs> How's he always know to come in when the chicken's done? <laughs> like that was lit. the <laughs> every every Christmas, and um, <laughs> she had to work on one of the days that I was there, so I was like, "That's fine. Like, I'll just go out and like explore by myself and just like walk around or whatever." And she lives on – well, she used to live on the Upper West Side, so she lived in, like, a very prime Housewives location where they either lived or they would, like, come all the time to, like, get things done. So I just kind of, like, hung out around there and, like, walked around. And I was walking, and I saw this woman from maybe – I'd say probably 10 feet away. And uh, I saw the way she was standing, and I saw her shoes.
1: I saw her dress. Do You know the way Ramona stands. I was like... That's like a, a very specific thing that Ramona does stand a certain way. Continues. It does. And I
0: saw her moving her spine. As I always say, like, it's made of metal. And I was like, that's Ramona Singer. And I oh, need to yeah. address how I'm going to handle the situation. Because whether this interaction is good or bad, I'll be really happy no matter what. If it's terrible, mm-hmm. I'll actually be a little bit happier. So... I walk up to her and, like, at first I was going to just, like, walk... I, like, walked by to, like, make sure it was her because I do not want to, like, tap the shoulder of, like, a person that wasn't her.
1: So then I Mm -hmm. became
0: really obvious that I was, like, lurking and, like, she could feel my energy. She literally felt my energy from a mile away. And I walk up to her Mm -hmm. and I I tapped her shoulder and I was like, uh... I did what I felt like was a shoulder tap, but then when I re-examined the situation, I may have sort of aggressively grabbed Ramona's elbow. Like, I just got so excited sure. that I basically accosted her on the street. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, you're a Ramona singer, right? Like, can we not? I mean, like, are we going to? Can we just take a selfie? Like, can we do that? And she go, literally, I kid you not. I said, you're Ramona singer, correct? And she looks at me and she pulls her sunglasses down and she goes, sometimes I am. Sometimes oh I am. I was like, okay, this is starting off not good. And I was like, Ramona, like...
1: Sometimes I am.
0: I love you. I was like, you're great. And, like, I just, like, really, truthfully don't want to bother you. But, like, I would fucking love a a selfie with Ramona Singer. And, um... She goes, she was standing in front of a hair salon and she goes, all right, it's fine. Get out your camera. We can do it. But you know what? My daughter Avery's getting her hair done inside. I have to go back in because I have to pay for my daughter to get her hair done. So you know what? I pay. You have to pay. You have to pay. My daughter doesn't have a card. So I have to pay. You have to be very fast. If you want a selfie, let's go. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. And she's freaking me out. Oh my out. God. And like, I couldn't Remember get my that. camera to work. I couldn't get my fucking phone out and then finally, I, she herself swiped up on my control panel on my iPhone and turned my camera on herself and took it and was like, all right,
1: thanks. Bye. Like, she was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> she was not having it. First of all, I love that she says, when you asked her who she is, dumb twins I am. Like, Sometimes. Okay. I- does ramona just expect to like be a to be literally like what bitch slapped whenever so like so she like prepares herself for the worst so when she thinks it's she because yes i am ramona and when she thinks she's gonna get like attacked she's like nope i'm not ramona just and i was look just alike. like
0: you know you're not meryl streep like i respect anybody who is just like trying to live their lives but you're also a fucking reality star and i've bought enough bottles of Ramona singer pina grigio when it was sold at target That I feel I'm deserving of a photo with you.
1: God bless you for buying it. How was that Pinot Grigio? Was it good?
0: I'm not even really a big Pinot Grigio fan, so I I I don't even know if I'm a good judge. But it tasted like um like sour water.
1: Ugh! It was really bad. It was that sounds like Ramona. Yeah,
0: like it was just like it tasted like rubbing alcohol. It was really not good. (laughs)
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, Ramona, that's Ramona's drink of choice. I mean, that's, I, I cannot believe that she, well, yes, I can believe that she acted like that. I, 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 I to this day, I'm surprised that she was even nice to me just because, uh, Whenever, again, whenever she thinks someone works for her, she either, like, I was expecting her to say that I should, like, unpack her bag like we were on vacation. Because that's very Ramona. to be like, okay, can you unpack my bags? Put my stuff here. Let's get in the studio. Let's do this. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll I'll give you... How is $200 cash? Is that good for the week? (laughs) How is it? Like, that's a good tip, right, Bethany?
0: Whenever you're on vacation, you got to take your shoes off first. I like my shoes here. I like my makeup here. I like my scarves here. We got to do it like this. Like, I just picture her to be so horrifying to staff when there's no... I mean, if that's how she is when a camera is around, I cannot even imagine what she's, like, uh, on vacation.
1: Yes. And the fact that she's pulling out, like, such random... Like, not only just shoes on the vacation, like, whatever, but, like, she's pulling out her hair straightener. She's pulling out a Bluetooth system. She's pulling yeah. out... yes. She's literally pulling out, like, some random shit. Like, books. Like, I don't even know what she's grabbed. And she's like, I have this. I have this. I need this. Like, bottles of, of wine that she probably smuggled <laughs> onto the flight. Like, she's like, let's, um, let's unpack this. Let's put it up on the shelf. She's like a rogue. One of my favorite Ramona moments is when she uh, tried to, in Mexico last year, on, <laughs> last season, say hi to a man who I thought's name was Alex. I don't remember sh- for sure if that's his name. But she was like, hi, Alex. And he's like, I'm actually Sergio, whatever his name was. And she's like, oh, I thought you were Alex. Sorry. And, like, uh, gets into the She's yeah. like, usually Alex is here. And, like, gets into the car. Because, she knows she wants to be cool with the staff and pretend that she, like, has a relationship yes, with them. Yes, yes. Beyond asking them to unpack her underwear. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know. Sorry, Sorry. I thought you were Alex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we've gone on a 20-minute tangent about all of our Real Housewives favorites... Which, Sorry. I, I mean, like, I could literally do that. The sick thing is that I could do this for seven straight hours. Truly.
1: Me too. Me too. That's why it feels so easy. It feels so, it just, somehow the time goes past and it feels very easy. It feels like we're really getting a lot of our good thoughts out there. (laughs) I
0: know. (laughs) And plus, you know what? It really feels good. I always take advantage of my guests because it always feels good to talk to another person. I feel like a person that's like constantly trapped in a room by myself. And then I get like a human place in front of me and I just want to talk for as long as possible because I'm always rambling my thoughts to myself
1: yeah well that's the fun of it we can we can shoot the shit go back and forth it's nice to know that someone is just as obsessed with you (laughs) with you i'm sorry just as obsessed (laughs) with housewives as you (laughs) but i'm obsessed with you too troy there you go
0: i was gonna say you were correct the first time um no so i guess we should talk (laughs) about taylor and russell now um I also just wanted to mention, too, it's not going to go unsaid, that you were a hero and a champion, a patriot, a scholar, an honorable man, a grown-ass man, and you went to the library
1: and you, I don't know, you rent, what do you do at the library? Rent? Borrow? Um <laughs> I think it's a borrow. You bar- we, I borrowed the uh, Taylor Armstrong's, and thank you for saying all these kind things, because guess what? I, I want to say that I am tough and strong for getting this book and actually sitting and reading it. I got um, Taylor Armstrong's book, Hiding from reality, reality, the Story of Love Lost and Finding the Courage Within by uh, Miss Taylor Armstrong. And let me tell you something. Uh, it, reads, it, it reads like an email that she wrote. I said this to you before. It reads like an email she wrote to Dana Pam Wilkie, Like a long email about her relationship between herself and and Russell. But I will say that it gave me much more insight on their relationship than I had before just because it goes into stuff about how they met and her childhood, who she was. But, you know, was it a tough thing to go into the library and get this book? Absolutely, it was not easy.
0: I'm literally so beyond proud of you and I cannot wait to get details because I also just told told Brandon that I've just rewatched in preparation for this I rewatched all of season two of uh, Real Housewives of Beverly <laughs> Hills and I just yes. finished it last night and um, you know I, uh, I I'm in a really weird place mentally like to me it is 2011 and like I just don't believe yeah. it um, one of the craziest seasons of a reality TV show that I've ever seen in my entire life
1: oh my god and I do remember the controversy surrounding it when Russell committed suicide i remember this whole controversy about whether there was going to even air at all i remember camille was always the one housewife who was very vocal at having the show not air mm-hmm. i don't know if any of the housewives said that it shouldn't air but t- but camille was the one and and think about this guys Camille was the one who had the worst season one and and looked great season two. Mm -hmm. And so it was, but it was still Camille. That was the one person I do remember. She always said since 2011, and has said it to this day, that she never thought season two should have aired.
0: You know, in retrospect, it's like, I don't know if it would have really been like after watching that season and seeing what Taylor was put through, I don't know if it really would have been fair for anybody besides Taylor and the network to make that call. And mm-hmm. Taylor was the one that really, I mean, like, you want to talk about a housewife who put it all out there and was honest and raw and, like, really showed us her life. Taylor Armstrong. You guys, I hate to cut you off, but at this point, I think you know the drill. You've got to be a Patreon member to hear the remainder of this episode. So. Go to patreon.com slash ebpsychos. At that point, you will uh be asked to donate. And then when you donate at this level, you'll get this podcast. You'll get the remainder of all the episodes every single week. You'll get Liz Bentley's Feathers in My Hair, which is the Teen Mom podcast. Um, you'll get me and Molly's uh Brittany and Kevin Chaotic special. You'll get all the stuff that Molly does exclusively through Patreon. It's well worth it. And also, if you're not a member of our Facebook group, go to com. It'll take you straight to it. And uh, all we do all day and all night is talk about reality TV. It's super fun. So, like I said, patreon.com slash ebpsychos and com.